The Mutual Broadcasting System, in cooperation with Family Theatre Incorporated, presents Goodbye, 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 starring Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard. Regis Toomey is your host. More things are wrought by prayer than this world dreams of. I think you know now the idea behind family theater. It's simply that we believe a happy family is one of the greatest blessings a man can have. A happy family does things together, works, has fun, and prays together. Yes, prays together. For we also believe that just as nothing can take the place of the family, nothing can take the place of family prayer. For family prayer can help bring a family close, can help keep that family together. Get your family together tonight even if it's for only one simple prayer. Pray every night, for a family that prays together stays together. Tonight's play is about a disc jockey. You know, a guy who makes a career out of giving phonograph records the needle. <clears throat> Listening to one of these disc jockeys late at night, you'd think he has a fascinating, glamorous life, but he really hasn't. I'd say it's rather lonesome and drab, getting out of the creaky freight elevator at midnight, walking across the roof of the department store to the dingy penthouse that holds the broadcasting studio, going in to start working when most people have already gone to sleep. Oh, hello, Mal. Look at the time. I thought you were going to skip your last broadcast. Say, what have you got there? Oh, the oh, there's some records I'm going to play. What's the matter with the 15,000 we have in the racks? Oh, I didn't want to go digging them up. I had these handy at home. Oh. Things any better there? No. You still going away, eh? Mm-hmm. Night. Gee, I hate to see you kids break up like this. Oh, time for you to go on. Look, I'm ducking over to the coffee pot. You want me to bring you anything? No, not a thing, thanks. Okay, I'll be back to sign you off. Good evening, folks. This is Russ Palmer and his Rhythm Review. Who's who and what's hot in today's tunes? Only tonight I'm not feeling so groovy. See, it's my last night on the old bandstand, and for my last night, suppose we mosey down memory lane together. Any of you frantic cats that want to jump, well, I'm afraid you'll have to take your business someplace else. Because the rest of us are going to take a sentimental journey back to the land of used to us. We're going to start by pushing the calendar into reverse for about ten years. We'll do that little trick with a song called Remember Me. It's played by Tommy Dorsey's orchestra. I remember the night Tommy introduced the song. He was playing at Moonlight Gardens right outside of town here. I was hanging around the bands. Hey, you think they're coming, Russ? Will you please relax? They'll be along any minute. But they're 15 minutes late already. Chuck, being late is the way women test you. 
You fume and fret about it, and they know they got you in the hollow of their hand. If you show them you don't care how long they take, the shoe's on the other foot. Boy, you got it all figured out, haven't you? Of course. Look at the way I arrange things tonight. I see this lovely creature in the glove department, so I have you line up a double date on account of you haven't gone to school with Helen, who works next to her. I still think it would have been simpler if you'd have gone up and asked her yourself. And where's the finesse? Where's the build-up? You see? Shh, shh, shh. Here they come now. Where? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I see Helen, but where's the blonde? Hey, the girl with... For Pete's sake, she's brought the wrong girl. Huh? I meant the girl on the other side. Chuck, you got to help me out of this. How? Oh. Well, look, you ditch Helen as soon as you can and come back and cut it on me. It's... Oh, uh, hello, Helen. Hello, Ross. Hello, Chuck. Hi. Um, boys, this is Mabel Terry. Mabel, um, Chuck Harder, and Hi, Russ Palmer. <laughs> well, uh, Helen, how about getting out on the floor for a little hoofing, eh? Oh, sure. That's yeah. what I came out here for. Yes. Oh, uh, uh, care to dance, Miss Terry? Yes, thanks. You weren't expecting me, were you? Hmm? What? I tried to tell Helen, but she wouldn't believe me. Tell her what? That you wanted a date with Pauline. Who's Pauline? The blonde girl who works with us. Oh, 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 her. But Helen uh, thought you meant me, <laughs> because Pauline's married. Oh, she is? No, oh, well, I didn't mean... Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> You know something, Terry? My name's Mabel. I know, but you don't look like a Mabel to me. You look like a Terry. You know something, Terry? What? I'm glad Helen made a mistake. Mm-hmm. Are you? Am I what? Glad Helen made a mistake? I guess so. That's why I let her make it. <laughs> Remember me. Strange the way an old song can unlock a door in your mind, bring out memories and make them seem vivid and real. Well, here comes another memory, all wrapped up in another old song. Cole Porter's You Go to My Head. Back along about 1939, they were playing it wherever you went. One of the places where they were playing it was in a record booth at the phonograph department of Obler's department store. Russ. Oh, Terry, I missed you so. I. Oh, look how silly I am. I left your house about 12 last night, and here it is 10 in the morning, and, and I'm acting like it's been a month. We've got it pretty bad, haven't oh, we? Oh, terrible. Look at us. You're supposed to be running the glove counter, and, and I ought to be putting in the new record stock, and... And here we sneak into a booth, pretend to be listening to a record. I wouldn't mind it so much, but we both know how goofy yeah, we're Yeah, we know it, but we don't seem to be able to do anything about it. I sit down and reason things out and swear I'm not going to see you again. Oh, I do the same thing. I say to myself, Terry can do so much better than me. She can get a rich husband, move around society, take trips to Europe. And I tell myself, Rush should keep his mind on his career. He can shoot right up, be head of the music department, and from there... And instead of that, what are we doing? Drifting along in a pink cloud, looking at each other like a couple of calves... Calves. Calves. <laughs> Goodness knows, I, I've been fighting it hard enough. Marriage is not for you, Russ, I say. You've been a bachelor this long, you're doing all right. He who travels alone travels fastest, That's or something right. like that. And anyhow, I'm too young to get married yet. I'll live a little first before I tie myself down. We haven't got a dime saved up. Or any furniture, or even the linens. And your folks don't want you... Darling. Baby. What? These things don't matter, do they? No. We've... 
just got to have each other, don't we? Yes, we do. It's stronger than all the reason and logic in the world, isn't it? Oh, Russell. Terry, uh, uh, careful, baby. Here comes old man Snedeker. Snedeker? Yeah, the floor manager. Wouldn't do for him to see me kissing you. Why not? He'd insist on me giving all the lady customers the same service. <laughs> I wish he'd go away, the old sourpuss. Oh, he's headed right this way. Uh, uh, try to look like a customer, darling. Uh, make believe you're going to buy this record. All right. How's this? Oh, it's uh, fine, madam. <clears throat> uh, you've got him fooled, madam. He's smiling, madam. And uh, just remember, madam, that while I stand here with my hands at my side, madam, I'm really holding you in my arms, madam. Crushing you, madam. For the benefit of the customers who've just arrived, this is Russ Palmer, inviting you to bend an ear while we reminisce to a pack of my favorite oldies. Yeah, tonight I'm throwing a little torch parade, so settle back and have a dream on me, won't you? Just let your memory pitter-pat back to 1940, when this one first came out. It's taken a chance on love, and it's sung by Ethel Waters. Here I go again, I'm hearing trumpet blow again. Hey, Terry, hand me the fly swatter. Huh? Oh. Careful, oh, careful. Here. Shh. Don't scare him away. Thanks. Ah, got him. Ah, moon through the trees, music over the water, our own little cabin. For two whole For weeks. For two whole weeks mm-hmm. is right. It's good, isn't it? Oh, it's a life. That's because it took us so long to get it. What do you mean, so long? We've just been married a year. You one of those people who wants to waltz off on a honeymoon the minute she's married? Uh-huh. Well, me, I'm different. I want to see if it's going to last before I go traipsing off on a trip with a brand new wife. That's right. It's been a whole year since. What a year. Oh, yeah. Married two weeks and a shake-up at the store and I'm out. Gosh, it took me almost a month to find another job. And we came home one day and found the furniture on the sidewalk. They foreclosed on the guy who owned the apartment house. A whole month's rent lost. Hey, what happened after that? You mean you've forgotten? The horse and the wagon that ran into our car, remember? Oh, yeah. I should have been a lawyer. And then my tonsils had to act up. Oh, Russ, all those tough breaks, you shouldn't have married me. Why, just on account of little things like that, they were all for the best, baby. It was good in everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, taking a chance. That's a nice tune. Yeah, it's selling very well, too. Yoo-hoo, anybody home? Oh, hello, hello. Mrs. Cooper. I was just on my way to the cabin, and I thought you might like to see Yesty's Herald. Herbert brought it with him from the city. Oh, thanks, Mrs. Cooper. Well, I'll be trotting along now. Nighty-night. Good night, and thanks very much. Turn on the light, will you, dear? Sure. I thought we came down here to get away from the world and all its troubles. What's so important in the paper? Well, I just haven't seen it for... Russ, look at this. What? This article. What article? Here. Hey. Well-known department stores to merge. New firm to be named Obler and Corwin. Russ, is that good or bad? I don't know yet. Announced yesterday, the two old firms, Corwin is retiring and Obler buys out interest. Oh, this is bad. Are you sure? Well, it, it stands to reason the firm that bounced me is taking over the store I'm with now. If they merge the two staffs, I'll be among the first to go. Oh, Russ, just when we were enjoying ourselves. Yes, well, we're still going to enjoy ourselves. Going to forget we ever read the paper. Sure. We're going to put the whole thing out of our minds for the rest of the vacation, you understand? All right, dear. Time enough to find out what the score is when we get back, okay? Of course, Russ, only... Well, if the worst comes to the worst, 
I can go out and get a job again. You? Darling, what would you do? Model maternity clothes? <laughs> oh, Russ. <laughs> For a minute, I forgot. That was Taking a Chance on Love, and the next stop, Neighbors, on our sentimental journey is a great song played by a great band. The late Glenn Miller's Chattanooga Choo Choo. <laughs> How do you like that, little pal? <laughs> you want some more? Okay, suppose we try the Lindy Hop. I'm teaching the kid how to jitterbug. Jitter what else? Bug. Less than an hour after his feeding, he'll upset his stomach. Put him back in his crib. Oh, I won't hurt him. Say, what are you doing out of bed? You know what the doctor said. I'm all right. And turn the music down. Babies have sensitive ears. Are you kidding? He looks. He likes it. Look at him. See the way he's kicking his legs? Well, that's on account of the way you're holding him, silly. Well, I guess I'll have to. There. Now, you see what you've done? Turn it on again, will you, dear? Oh, now that hasn't anything to do with it. Oh, well. Hey, up, Al. <laughs> Want to dance some more? Terry, this kid is a real cat. Russell, let me have your little pal before you drop him. Okay, here you are. Take out, he breaks now. Oh, Be Mama's little precious. Russ, we've simply got to settle on a name for him right now. Because he has to be baptized this week. Yeah, you're right. I have to send back the application for his birth certificate. Can't do that till we fill in his name. All right, I? how about the list I made up? Mm, none of them seem to appeal to me. But didn't you like Adrian or, or David? Maybe Wayne? Well, I knew a guy named Wayne once. He cheated at checkers. You know, my brother Phil would be awfully pleased if we named him after him. Oh, no, no. Well, how about Russell Palmer Jr.? No son of mine is going to be a junior. Well, why not? I want him to be himself, not an echo of his old man. Anyway, suppose I don't turn out so good. Oh, you. Well, how about... No. No, let's hear some suggestions from you for a change. Well, Mr. Palmer? Well, as long as you ask, I've been giving it a lot of thought. You know, a name can make or break a kid. It could mean the difference between success and just getting by, right? I guess so. Well, now you can laugh if you want to, but... Maybe it could just happen to come out that this little guy here could become president. Oh. oh, and I know it sounds silly, but every few years somebody gets to be president. Well, what do you want to name him? Vote for me, Palmer? Now, quit kidding. <laughs> Last night I looked up the presidents in the World Almanac, and you know what? What? Five of them were named James. James Madison, Monroe, Polk, Buchanan, and Garfield. So? So I figure with all the names there are to choose from, the voters pick James once every six times. That makes James a favorite. When the time comes for our guy... Of course, it may not mean a thing, but on the other hand, it can't hurt, can it? What do you say? James Palmer. James Palmer. Uh, uh, James William Palmer. There were three presidents named William. Oh, all right. <laughs> I suppose everybody will call him Jimmy. Yeah, everybody else will, but I'll have a special name for him. Hiya, Prez. Oh, Russ. <laughs> well, I better hurry up and get this filled out for you. Mommy changes her mind, kiddo. Name of child, Palmer. James, wait. Ah, now we're all set. Oh, yeah, the date. What's today's date, Terry? It's the 7th. Thank you. December 7th, 1941. 
You've just heard Glenn Miller's recording of Chattanooga Choo Choo. This is your platter spinner, Russ Palmer. And tonight for my swan song, I'm, well, I'm doing a switch. I'm playing all of my old favorites. Next on the list is a tune that was a big favorite with the boys during the war because, well, because it said a lot we wanted to say and said it a lot better. Phil Moore and his four playing Shoo Shoo Baby. Look, Russ, if I'm going to get you to the station on time, we better start Pronto. Oh, Chuck, there's time enough for them to have one last dance together. Russ, go ahead and dance with Terry. Sure, how about it, Terry? You betcha. I'd better dig the car out of the parking lot. Don't want you to miss that train and get court martial. Come on, baby, smile. Sure. Oh, Russ, suppose something happens to you. Oh, listen, honey, I'll take care of myself. I wasn't an Eagle Scout for nothing. But this is war, and Darling, nothing's going to happen to me. We're just not that kind of people. What do you mean? What kind of people are we? We're the kind of things don't happen to. Our names never get in the paper. We never find $10,000 bills on the street. We don't have safes fall on us either. We plug along and work hard, and little by little we get ahead. Oh, I certainly hope and so. Stop worrying about me. I'll be all right. I just hope you and the Prez get along. Now, what can happen to us? I don't know how you're going to make out on my allotment. The way prices are going, I don't know how long that 900 in the bank's going to last. Well, if I need to, there are plenty of jobs. Well, what about the little Prez? Oh, we could stay with Phil and his wife. They're crazy about him. Oh, I don't want to be under any obligations to Phil. Well, if I pay room and board, we aren't obligated. And anyhow, it was just an idea in case I had to go to work. Now, look, don't you worry about us. We'll be fine. Only, oh, we're going to miss you, Russ. Now, don't start that, Terry. you got to keep a stiff lower lip. Upper lip. No, your upper's okay, baby. It's your lower that's trembling a bit. Thanks, I'll watch it. Better still, darling, let's not say anything more. Let's mm-hmm. dance, huh? Just pretend it's an ordinary dance and you're not going away. And oh, yeah. When the music stops, we won't even kiss or say goodbye. I know. I'll just go into the little girl's room and you go on out the car and we won't have any fuss or have any tears or, or anything. But, but, Terry... How about it, soldier? Hmm? All right. Bye, bye, baby. Shoo, shoo. Oh, oh, oh excuse, excuse me. Uh, next, next you're going to hear the song that uh, just about told the story for the boys that came back from Europe and the Pacific. The Harry James version of It's Been a Long, Long Time. Attention, please. Arriving out of Underpass 3... Passengers from the Mid-Continent Limited, from New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, arriving from underpass three. Jimmy, hold on to Mother's hand. Just a minute and you'll see your daddy. Is that him, Mommy? No, big boy, that's another soldier. Your daddy isn't quite that tall. Gosh, Mabel, come to think of it, the kid hasn't seen Russell since he was a year old. A year and a half, Phil. Now he's almost four. My, my, how time flies. I was saying to Marcella just yesterday. Phil, there he you is. Really... Russ! Oh. Russ, over here. Jimmy, here. Up you go. Oh, sorry, oh, Silas. Please. Excuse me. That man. Oh, oh, Terry. That's him, sir. Terry. Oh, <laughs> oh. Hello, darling. Is that my daddy kissing my mommy? <laughs> <laughs> Who's this? It can't be. Yes. Terry, aren't you going to introduce me? Oh, of course. Dear, this is your father. Hello, little Prez. I'm not Prez. I'm 
Jimmy. I know you're Jimmy to everybody else, but I've got a special name for you, little fella. I call you Prez, see? Does it stand for anything oh, special? Oh, there, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. No, I, I'm so excited seeing Terry and the boy. Of course. Oh, oh saying I, I want to thank you and Marcel for being so wonderful to him while I was away. Oh, it was a pleasure. Oh, she and you look wonderful, darling. Oh, and how about our, our place? I can't wait to see it. Did you get a nice apartment? Oh, Russ. You, have... you don't know what it's like now. And don't well, think I haven't been looking. Yes, you never saw conditions like they are now. But... But you folks are welcome to stay at our place as long as you want. I don't know what Marcella would do without Jimmy here, eh, big boy? Sure, Mike. <laughs> yep, that's what I thought you, isn't it? Well, let's get over to the car. Can I help you with your stuff, Russ? Uh, no, thanks. I can manage it. Well, come on, Rough Rider. Up you go. Hey! <laughs> Give me up, Uncle Phil. Yeah. Let's see if we can beat him to the car, eh? Let me carry this one, Russ. No, 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 thanks. I, I've lugged it all the way from Italy myself. I can guess I can carry it the rest of the way home to Phil's house, that is. Darling, if you only knew how I've tried. Oh, I know it isn't your fault, but well, for months now I've been doing nothing but dream of being back with you and the kid and nobody else. It just isn't right that... No, excuse me, Terry. I guess I've still got the old army habit. You know, griping. Well, now that you're back, Russ, you'll get us an apartment or something real soon. The important thing is that you're here safe and sound. You know, we're luckier than a lot of people. At least we've got a room with Phil and Marcella. Yeah, yeah, we've got that. And everything else is going to turn out all right, isn't it, dear? Oh, sure. I certainly hope so. That was Harry James and his orchestra with It's Been a Long, Long Time. Now we finally come round to 1947, and it's quite a chore picking out the top record of this year so far. Well, I'll put this one on, not because it's my favorite necessarily, but because a lot of memories wrapped up in it. It's Vaughn Monroe's version of You Can't See the Sun While You're Crying. You can't see the sun. Oh, I wish Marcel had turned that off. Huh? I hear enough records at the station all night long. Besides, you always have to play the one with a crack in it. I'll just shut the door. Doesn't help. I can still hear well, it. Russ, we can't ask her to shut it off. After all, this isn't our home. Oh, you needn't remind me. I know. Whole long year since I came back. How fed up can you get? Well, maybe they're fed up with us, too. Everybody's fed up with everything. No, what's the use of saying anything? Go ahead, say it. You've been nursing a grouch for a month now. Go ahead, say it. Okay, I'm just about nuts with the three of us jammed in this little bedroom. Well, what do you want Phil and Marcella to do? Give us their room, too? No, but for one thing, they could stop spoiling our son. He's more their kid than he is ours. Oh, Russ, you're just jealous. Just because they love him. If we had a place of our own, it wouldn't happen. And what's more, we wouldn't have to put up with their creepy friends, either. Well, they're entitled to pick their own friends. I don't know what's gotten into you. You weren't this way before you went into the Army. Of course not. Before the war, I had a home and a wife and a child and some happiness. I threw away a couple of years of my life, and what do I get for it? I even lose what I had before. Everything's just the same, Russ, only it's you that's different. You've changed since you came back. You're restless and developing a temper. You spend an awful lot of time away from us. I just can't stand this house, that's all. Maybe you can't stand me. Jimmy. I didn't say that. No, it's probably what you're thinking, though. How do you know what I'm thinking? Are you a mind reader you besides all your other talents? And what's more, you needn't feel that Jimmy and I are a burden. Did I say because you were? Because while you were away, we learned to stand on our own two feet. And if we had to, we can do that again, too. Oh, I see. Maybe that's what you have in mind. Now who's reading mine? I don't have to. You practically told me. I just said I that heard you don't what have you to said. worry about us. Please, Russ, can't you be a little more... Oh, market? shut up. You keep out of this, that's will you? That's a fine way to talk to my brother, who took you in and gave you a place to live. What do you mean, give me a place to live? You call this living? Besides, we pay our share, don't we? 
I've had enough. We're getting out here. Now, Russ, don't do anything. Oh, get you... lost, will you, Phil? Okay. They wanted to help, Angel. Where are you going, Russ? I don't know. Any place would be better than this. Come on, we're packing up. Well, come on. No, Russ. I'm not going to take Jimmy and go out on a wild goose chase when we have something definite right here. You're either coming with me now or I'm going alone. All right, go alone. Jimmy and I are going to stay here. And what's more, I'll get my old job back again. We don't need anything from you. Oh, that's the way you want. That's good enough for me. Only if I walk out of here by myself now, I'm going to keep right on walking. And that's the end. But if you're going to be stupid and stubborn, it is the end. Just pack up my things, will you, and send them to the station? Well, there you are. Seven records played in half an hour. Seven songs that could cover a person's life. Or at least the parts that count. The happy times, the anxious moments, times when there were cracks in the record. But all in all, a sort of nice, glowing memory to keep the heart warm. Now it's time for your disc jockey to ride away. To all you guys and gals out there, I just want to say thanks for listening. I hope we meet up again someday, and goodbye. Ladies and gentlemen, you've just heard Russ Palmer, our popular platter spinner, in his final broadcast. Russ, on behalf of the station staff and your many listeners, I want to say goodbye and good luck. Oh, thanks, Mel. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we switch you over to the editorial rooms of the Herald for a last-minute survey of the news, local and national. Well, so long, Russ. So Aren't you taking your records? No, I'm, I'm uh, through with them now. So long, Mel. I had to come. Oh, darling. I borrowed Phil's car and I listened to the broadcast all the way in. Darling, you're that crying. That last record, you can't see the sun when you're crying. Well, oh. I saw everything tonight, Russ. I can't let you go. We need each other. Oh, maybe it does take a few tears before you start seeing right. Maybe it was the thought of losing you and, and the little president. Losing everything we've worked and prayed for, Terry. I don't know. We'll work I'm... things out together, Russ. God will help us if we ask him. Sure, we'll, we'll lick it like we've licked every other tough spot that we've been in. The important thing is the three of us, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Because, because we've become a part of each other. If we're not together, we're all lost. You heard me say at the beginning of this program that more things are wrought by prayer than this world dreams of, and that's very true. We shall never know how many things come about because of prayer. When every power on earth has failed, God can help us. But it's not only one prayer, it's continued prayer that counts. It's the continued lifting of our mind and heart to God. That's being prayerful. When you come right down to it, there's no family so self-sufficient that it can get along without the help of God. And remember, don't pray only when you're up against it, when there are heartaches and sickness and trouble. But pray when things are going your way, too. 
thank God for each and every blessing, for the happiness you have as a family, for the love and companionship of your family, for a family that prays together, stays together. Before saying goodnight, I'd like to thank Ozzie Nelson for his performance as Russ and Harriet Hilliard for her portrayal of Terry. A special word of thanks also to Leonard Louis Levinson for writing tonight's play and to Max Terre for his music. Mel Williamson and John Ryder produced and directed the program. Others who appeared in our play tonight were Clark Gordon, Pat McGeehan, Colleen Collins, Francis Pascoe, and Henry Blair. Next week, our family theater star will, will be Vincent Price. Your host will be J. Carol Nash. This is Regis Toomey saying good night and God bless you. This series of the Family Theater broadcast is made possible by the thousands of you who felt the need for this kind of program, by the mutual broadcasting system which has responded to this need, and by the actors and technicians in the motion picture and radio industries. This program is heard overseas through the facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio Services. Tony Lofrano speaking. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. Thank you.